Do you do something for yourself that doesn't make sense to anyone else? Are there things that you don't do because, well, you're not exactly sure why you don't? What's something you've set out to do but find new and interesting ways to avoid doing it? Are you ready to face something that scares you? I'm your gal to send encouragement. Hi, I'm Marla, and welcome to another episode of Overburden No More. On today's episode, I hope to convince you to face something that scares you head on, to tackle something big or small that you've avoided because you feel nervous or scared of what might happen. I hope that you'll share your success with me in the reviews or send me an email at marla at hunkydory.com. I just love to hear from you. Let's get to it. I believe we're unique for a reason. When we use our gifts, we all benefit. When we compare ourselves with others, we feel overburdened. That's why I created this podcast, a weekly show about connecting to your time, your life, and yourself. My hope is that you'll leave not only believing in the dreams you feel pulled towards, but knowing you've had the ability within you to do them all along. Let's connect to our uniqueness and become overburdened no more. I run in the dark, just a few times a week and not that far, but I love doing it before the sun comes up. My husband doesn't understand why I do this. He especially doesn't understand why I have to do it so early in the morning. I also love hiking in the dark and seeing the reflections of spiders' eyes from my headlamp, but that's a story for another day. I will admit to you here, because we're friends, that the reason I started running in the dark was so that no one would see how slow I run or judge me for my bad form. My neighborhood has a lot of big-time runners and athletes in it. I'm talking Ironman, extreme hikers, pro tennis players, and marathon runners. My pride just couldn't handle it. So when I finally got my health back to a place where I felt that I had energy to run again, I started slow and I wanted to do it without anyone's eyes on me. Now it's been about two years since I started doing this and believe it or not, I've actually started caring less if people see me. I love running in the dark for a completely different reason now. I love where my mind goes when I run. I get really clear on ideas that have rumbled around in my brain for a long time. Questions become obvious answers. Now, I love the way the mountains look with just a hint of moonlight from one direction and a halo of the sun from behind. It's so quiet and still. It's my favorite time of the day. I love running in the dark because of the way I feel deep inside while experiencing it all alone. Well, okay, that went deep fast. I didn't mean to do that, but I told you that so I could tell you a story that happened to me while running and what I've learned from it. I guess I should actually give you a little bit more background while I'm at this. So don't worry, this is all going to come together in the end. I promise. Over the years, I've had lots of things that have kept me from running. I won't get into all of them, but I'll tell you a few. 
One, there's a glitch in my knee. It doesn't show up all the time, but often enough that I don't forget about it. I could be breathing really well, not be laboring that way, not feeling tired at all, and that knee could be so on fire that I just had to stop. I've tried stretches and the rolling thing and anything I read about. I started to wear a brace and that worked sometimes. A good friend of mine told me that it would actually heal quicker if I let it strengthen itself without the brace. And lo and behold, she was right. That knee still bothers me off and on, but if I keep running, it goes away. So I can check that one off my excuses list. Now here's my newest and favorite excuse to stop trying to become a runner. Earlier this summer, I was on the second half of my run and it was just barely getting light when I saw a skunk cross the trail. A real live skunk. My heart seriously stopped. Now I smell skunks all the time in my neighborhood. Just They're just kind of around, but I had never seen one. Now, what would any normal person do when they see a skunk? You run the other way, duh. So that's exactly what I did. Luckily for me, there was an exit from the trail just a few yards from where I was. I decided to take a little detour and just skip that section of the trail. Man, my heart was pumping. I'm aware that skunks are small, but they are fierce. Fierce smelling anyway, and I wanted to be allowed back into the house without being doused by tomato juice before entering. So I get back into my groove trying to hold it together when you are never going to believe what crossed the road just feet in front of me. Yep, another skunk. Like seriously, I stopped dead in my tracks. Now what? It seemed that I was surrounded by a skunk family or something. It seemed that I had more distance between me and the skunk here on the road than the one on the trail. So after walking back and forth for a minute, I decided to just keep going the way I was. I could meet back with the trail further ahead, so I went for it. Now, I told you that story so you could understand my craziness of the next story. So today, I was running on the same trail, headed in the same direction. I had taken a few days to get over my fear of the skunks cornering me again and went the opposite way on the trail. Didn't like that way. That's not my favorite direction on the trail. So I didn't really want to stick with that. So today I was going to be brave and go my favorite way again. Now I made it past skunk corner as I now lovingly call it and I was feeling pretty confident. Then I caught sight of two dark shadows moving toward me far ahead on the trail. Oh my gosh, were they cats? Were they raccoons? Yes, I see cats and raccoons on this trail all the time too. Yes, I wonder why I keep running on this trail. It's my comfort zone, okay? No judging. (laughs) I just couldn't tell what those shadows were. They were far enough ahead and I'm truly blind without my glasses that, and I don't run with glasses on, that I had no idea what they were. So I had a decision to make. Do I keep running so I could get my distance goal in today or do I turn around? Now my husband has tried to convince me that skunks were not going to attack me, but he usually says things as if they're fact when he doesn't really know. Now I hoped he was right. I was scared, like heart beating yet still running toward the shadows scared. 
But even with all that, I decided to keep going. I know, I was pretty impressed with myself too. Actually, if I'm going to be completely honest, it was more from my indecision than anything that kept me moving forward. I really couldn't decide what to do. I wondered if skunks were more likely to spray if they could sense your fear. (laughs) I hoped they'd veer off into the weeds, but I kept running. I got close enough that the darkness wasn't so thick anymore and I could focus in a bit better. And to my surprise, delight, and embarrassment, even though I was alone, and remember I'm only telling you this because we're friends and I'll trust that you keep this to yourself, I finally could see that my fear was directed at a big, round, fat weed bush. On one side of the road, what had looked like a hip-wiggling animal was actually a stupid weed. Sheesh! Was I going to run skunk-scared all summer long? I couldn't let myself jump and turn around at every hint of it possibly being a skunk. I also knew that I wasn't giving up on running, and I didn't want to find a new trail or route. I liked my routine. No, I was not going to run skunk scared. The only thing that makes running possible for me is choosing what to focus on. I wasn't going to focus on skunks that might be there, or that my knee might start to hurt, or that my stomach might decide to turn on me. That's a whole other story in itself as well. There's always going to be something that tries to get in the way of a goal you set for yourself. How do I know this? Because I'm a goal setter and there's always something that tries to get in my way. Our subconscious mind likes things to run like they've always run. Like, let's keep it normal. Let's keep it the same. Let's not try anything new. Even if it causes you pain over and over, at least it's what you're used to. That's what the subconscious wants you to do. What's something you've set out to do, but find new and interesting ways to avoid doing it? What's your knee excuse? What's your skunk? Choose instead where to put your focus and get running no matter what your running is. I know you can do it. I didn't want to leave today without inviting you to come to camp with me. It's called Camp Connection, and it's a five-day at-home virtual camp, and it's starting really soon. We meet together for a half an hour or less each day for five days. I'll give you a little homework assignment to help you actually put into action what I taught that day, and it's all held on Zoom. Oh, and by the way, you get rewarded for doing your homework. So I love seeing your faces. I love talking to you. I love the connection. I mean, it's called Camp Connection after all. You'll leave Camp Connection with a first aid kit filled with supplies that empower you with simple daily practices that help you to reconnect to you. I hope you'll join me August 9th through the 13th, 2021 for the next session of Camp Connection. It's only $17 for the five days, and it's going to be so much fun. So you can go over to hunkydory.com, or you can scroll down to the show notes of this episode, and I'll put the link in there to sign up. I cannot wait to meet you. I'm so glad you showed up for you today. Remember, the connections you make with yourself are powerful, and that will spread to the people you love the most. 
Sending lots of love to you as always. Make it a great day and I'll talk with you again next week.